Hi friends, this is JFET. Whether you're around the corner or across the world, welcome to The Daily Walk. I want you to take a moment today to pause in Jesus and see what new thing could take place in your life. At the end of this podcast, you can download our app, Boulder Church, or visit us online at boulder.church to connect. And remember, we would love to hear from you as we prepare for our messages every Saturday morning on The Daily Walk. Good morning. It's Monday, November 26. Welcome to Daily Walk. I am Becky de Oliveira. And I'm Japheth de Oliveira. And uh, let's pray, shall we? Heavenly Father, just uh, want to thank you for today. I want to thank you, Lord, for the blessing of the sun rising this morning. I want to thank you, Lord, for the blessing of a fresh start, the opportunity to reset our clocks, to refresh ourselves in who you are, to uh, refresh ourselves in just the opportunity to start some friendships again, to start some conversations again, to start school again and work again and life again and ask God for uh, the renewed strength uh, in all that we have, the tasks that we have before us. Give us your wisdom, give us your grace as we open this passage in uh, with fresh eyes in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. Today, New Living Translation, the NLT, I'm reading again from Luke chapter 6, verses 43 to 45, subtitle, The Tree and Its Fruit. A good tree can't produce bad fruit, and a bad tree can't produce good fruit. A tree is identified by its fruit. Figs are never gathered from thorn bushes, and grapes are not picked from bramble bushes. A good person produces good things from the treasury of a good heart, and an evil person produces evil things from the treasury of an evil heart. What you say flows from what is in your heart. All right. Huh. A good tree can't produce bad fruit, and a bad tree can't produce good fruit. Oh. Can change take place? We'll have to see about that. All right, here's a question for today. What situations are affecting your fruit? What situations are affecting your fruit? And if you read the uh, Daily Walk, uh, Path of Jessica uh, draws us into a place inside that just saying that, you know, there are things that you can feed the plants and feed you. And so what are the things that feed you that affect your fruit that uh, that make you produce good fruit or bad fruit? Well, yeah, I think one thing that we're saying that... Um the writer of this particular chapter does not seem to be saying is that people can change in terms of whether they're producing good or bad fruit. You know, I don't know what happens with trees, but people go through cycles. Yeah, they so do. sometimes you can be more positive and more. And I think that's the life affirming than I think other that's, times. I think that's what this, the metaphor more than anything is just saying is recognizing that there is uh, if the if you don't recognize that there is something wrong with the source, mm-hmm. um, then uh, then you'll continue plotting along in life thinking everything is tickety-boo, but there's something wrong with the source. Although I do think that it's generally unhelpful to try to categorize people into good and bad. You know, like you have these two boxes that you mm, check, that, which that, seems to be what they're doing. Isn't that doing. what the, that's what uh, the question was yesterday? Could it there was. Be a third could way, there right? be a third way? And I mean, I'm not saying that I you think You want the that, mediocre fruit? No, I don't want the mediocre fruit, but I think it's hard for me to look at somebody and say, are they good or bad? It may not be so hard for me to look at myself and determine that, yeah. honestly. But you know, the thing is, I don't know. It's tempting to look at other people and say, "Oh, they're a bad, they're a bad tree. They go in the bad box." And how do you really know that? But we're not even talking about the question. No. So what? What was no. the question again? Uh, the question was, uh, "What situations are affecting your fruit?" Ooh, you go first on okay. that. Okay. Well, I think that actually, I think context uh, really affects the way that we that we behave, and I think recognizing our context uh, really affects that. And I think that. Sometimes we don't recognize the way that we've been brought up or the environment that we're in and we don't realize 
uh, how much that actually shapes our values or the way we behave. Um, and uh, I remember right now, uh, do you remember I, I was I was picking up this kid in, um, uh, we were in southeast London years, years ago, and um, and so as we were driving away and and he was just marveling at this other person who was standing on the side of the street. This has got to be 25 years ago. And he was saying, oh, look at this, look at that person. And this person, he idolized this person that was standing on the side of the street. And the person was covered in gold chains and, and rings and it was a pretty serious, you know, gangster looking Was this fellow. a famous person or just uh, a person? Just a person. Okay. You know, I don't even know if it was real gold or whatever it was. Right. Well, bling, okay, and uh, and this kid, uh, I was just I spent a lot of time with this kid trying to like help him to understand uh, you know the potential that he had and where he was going and what his values were, and he was just oh man that's that's his dream he idolized that image of that person and wanted to be that person, and I and I and I said to him well you know that that guy is standing there at the bus stop he's, he's waiting for <laughs> he's waiting for the bus with all of his bling that's what, that's what he's you know that's what he's hoping to to go to work but or wherever he's, he's going he's still riding the bus but he's still riding the bus to wherever he's going like right maybe this you is, can do better than that you can you can rise a little bit above that right and but for him it was just like that was his his future and mm-hmm. you know and i and i kind of look at that and think to myself Hey, we all have our our context, our story uh, that actually really does shape us and teach us values. That, well, yeah, uh, that shapes even what you're capable of dreaming of or yeah. For. And I think that then you meet, you hear amazing stories of people who who dream things despite their context, and they mm. produce amazing fruit effectively, right? Mm-hmm. And they kind of like supersede their context and kind of soar through there. So. So yeah, I think that uh, your situations affect your fruit. I think that your environment does that. I think you know, um, I think we have to recognize that that not every decision we make is in a uh, a bubble, you know, without any influences or without any difficulties. And so those are difficult things inside there. Yeah, I think context. Well, I was just thinking about what if you were in an orchard that's full of bad trees? Mm-hmm. Is it easy to be a good tree in the midst of that? Or vice versa, you know, who you keep company with, I think, can affect your level of negativity and just the way that you approach things, what your focus is, whether it's completely an unhealthy focus on money or on any of the other things that people can get sidetracked on. I have a really wise friend who was talking about how I I was thinking the situations that affect my fruit probably the most would be stress. I think that's probably true for most people. She was talking about how most people's impulse, if they feel like, you know, just kind of overwhelmed is to pull away from yeah, everything, sure. to kind of pull back and say, I can't, I'm cutting everything off. I can't do anything. Yeah. And she said that one thing she's learned is that when she feels that way to give more, not less. And that, hmm. that, that that's been helpful for her to realize that you actually always have capacity to give to other people and that that can kind of take away some of that stress that you feel counterintuitively. You know, you feel like, Oh, I need to do less. But if you really do more or more of the right things. You know, if you're going to cut back on things, it wouldn't be the things where you're serving other people. It would well, be maybe yeah. what you cut back on is the time that you spend, I don't know, doing other things that are not particularly helpful or healthy. And all of us have a certain amount of time that we spend doing things that really we could we could do otherwise. I actually think there's a lot to be said about that. Just the fact that when you do something good... And, you know, we were talking yesterday a little bit about, like, how do you know what's good and how do you know what's yeah. not, good, not good and so on. I think we all know a little bit innately 
that's kind of the good stuff. Yeah, that's the bad you know, stuff, when right? You're serving, right? And when you're serving, um, nobody really ever comes away kind of angry from from doing good. No, I don't think you so. Know? You feel I mean, good that you did. You feel it. good that you you feel you know you, you feel that rewarded, you did something right? Useful. And it's just there's something kind of powerful about being able to say you know um, being able to experience the the act of service. I think that's why people go and do you know short term mission trips abroad or or domestically or whether people actually uh, go and take care of others. I think there's just something about actually uh, doing the act of giving to something or, or caring for someone else or volunteering in some way mm-hmm. and we were wired to actually to love as well and mm-hmm. here's the other that's the other contrast about you know even though our nature is bent um to towards evil we're also wired to love as well god created us uh with this desire to love as well and i think that there's this beauty about who we are and so there's this tension that we that we face all the time but I think that recognizing that um, your your context really does affect you is really important. And then trying to find out what that is, what has shaped you, uh, is a, a really important um, exercise to do because some of the stuff is maybe not your parents, not your immediate environment, maybe it could be four or five generations back. Mm. And kind of just like processing uh, what your heritage is, what, you know, uh, all that kind of place putting that all together actually kind of builds into the shaping of who you are today. I think that's actually something we should always uh, remember in the the context of uh, understanding how we apply and focus our lives today. So let me ask you guys to think about this. What situations are affecting your fruit, uh, your attitude at work, your attitude at school, your attitude uh, to your communities, your church, your relationships, your your perspectives, the things that you carry? Uh, Think about that with your friends and your loved ones. Look after each other, live love, and we will connect tomorrow. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Daily Walk podcast today. Hey, if you remember, if you have any questions, reach out to us online at boulder.church. And if you can help support us, please feel free to give online at boulder.church forward slash give. Until next time, look after each other and live love.